The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And it's our best of 2020 going in raw wrestling retrospective. What was the best? In wrestling of this terrible, terrible, sick, COVID-infested year, who stood out? Who was the one singular, single superstar that really had the best year? Ooh, find out in a little bit. Yes, but this is not to be confused with our Friendo Awards. Those are happening next week where you get to decide best wrestler of the year, best show, best match, so on and so forth. We're just going to talk about our personal favorites in this here video. Yeah. So uh, you want to get started? Oh, yeah, of course. First up. First up. Ooh, this is going to get a lot of hot heat from the from the friendos. We're going to talk about who had the best promotion of the year. And we looked at every single exhaustively every single promotion this year. WWE's main roster, which I guess we could have broken it down or on SmackDown, but whatever. It's all the same. Uh, NXT. AEW, New Japan Professional Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Impact. Impact. That's pretty pretty much all the promotions. Triple A, they always oh, yeah, put AAA. on the best show of the year. They uh, do, they do, that they do. So first up, we're gonna take a look at the best promotion. Go ahead, Steve. What was your best promotion of 2020? Which promotion? I'll go first because I know you want the, the last word. Um, I am firmly NXT. I think that did that was the best promotion of the year, even the, in spite of the fact that Vince McMahon still doesn't quite know what he wants NXT to be. Takeovers every single time, knock it out of the park, with the exception of that one that had Killer Cross on it. NXT takeovers are still the highlight of the year. And in fact, an NXT super show was my favorite single show of the year. It's a good show. Uh, But NXT continually, uh, you know, maybe not every single week, uh, but, you know, to the best of their ability, you get the best wrestling, the singular best women's division on the entire planet. And I love me some quality women's wrestling NXT is the place to go there. Um, yeah, that's that's my pro. They might be lacking in the tag team department, but they do have the Grizzled Young Veterans, one of my favorite tag teams. Uh, yeah, to me, it's NXT. Uh, you know, I love the fact that they never win the ratings battle against AEW. It just means that they're uh, even cooler. They're underdog. even more. They're even more punk rock. They're heavy metal wrestling, man. The Capital Wrestling Center, mm, all those faces up there, and then the pods. With the chain link, I wonder if they're going to keep it at the Capital Wrestling Center uh, even after uh, when when fans are, are ready to come back. I don't know. They use re- recycled footage of fans doing this and this, uh, and that's okay. You can't get live tickets to, to their Thunderdome, to their Capital Re- Re- Wrestling Center. 
Did you call uh, it Crapital Wrestling Center? Oh, you heard that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to say it's NXT. I love their shows. I love their roster. Uh, I think they're great. Uh, NXT's good. It's very good. However, great. I like myself some AEW. Oh, Larson is all elite. Chill. Uh uh, AEW, they have not been handling their women's division uh, well at all during the course of the year. They finally got to the point where they have more than one story going on uh, during the course of any episode of Dynamite. And it always takes Even place then, at 6.30. At the six, around 6.30, yep. Uh, that being said, that is definitely something that AEW needs to work on seriously in 2021. That being said, uh, I feel like AEW since its debut on television October of last year has been a, a welcome shot in the arm of the, to the wrestling business that desperately needed a competitor to WB, uh, some competition, not only to uh, hopefully uh, inspire WB to do better, which I don't know if they really have, um, but also to give viewers, fans of pro wrestling, an alternative on cable television to the same old WB product they've been watching for years, and AEW has done that. The roster is great. Uh, they've taken a different approach to creative than WB has, something that falls more in line with what I like about from my professional wrestling. Uh, wrestling quality, fantastic. Uh, and while their pay-per-view efforts don't haven't been as universally great as takeovers, uh, when AEW is operating at their best, uh, there's very few promotions in the world that can, uh, uh, that can top them. Uh, for me, AEW is tops. Uh, yeah, AEW is the best, man. Number okay. one. So Number let's one. do let's do this. We did this last year, but we spread it out across like a million oh, videos. report cards. Yes, yes. But uh, so you give AW and A, I give NXT and A. I'd uh, probably actually, I give AW a B plus. Oh, okay. Uh, and I give NXT a B because I think during the summer, especially after Keith Lee left, late summer in the fall, there were some weeks of NXT that felt like slogs because they didn't really have a direction creatively where they seemed like they knew where they were going. Yeah, that's fine. I'm still going to give him an A. I'll give AEW an A, too, to be honest. With you. Right. I really like right. AEW. I think AEW is great. great. Um, I do think they have a massive problem with their women's division. And that's why I won't give him an A. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I still think they're great. Give him an A. Give NXT an A. Now, let's go to the other promotions. Uh, right. Start off with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Don't they get like a, uh, like a NC? Uh, Not incomplete. complete? Yeah, incomplete. Because they-, <laughs> they didn't run this year. Well, they ran, you know, since what summer? They still had the G one. There's a lot of really fun matches in the G one. They still had best of Super Junior Juniors, World Tag League, Super J Cup. They had, they tried to get in all the events they could. They still had Dominion. Um, uh, I haven't been following New Japan as much as I would like in terms of actually watching the shows. I've been trying to keep up on Twitter and reading recaps and such. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see for Wrestle Kingdom. The card looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You could say incomplete since, you know, the good chunk of the year they were forced to take off. Um, but what we've seen, what I've seen, B minus. You know what? They took the year off and everybody else should have done the same thing. I give them an A because they're go. terrific. They're they New are Japan. Terrific. They're awesome. They are terrific. They next. are awesome. Who's next? Uh, Impact. 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 Oh, easy. A. Are you kidding wow. me? Not only do they institute. Wait, didn't they had a good, they had, a, they had like a decent, do they have good COVID protocols? Is that sort of up in the air? I think it's sort of up in the air. Isn't it? it might be up in the air. I mean, as far as I know, they haven't had to shut down. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good point. So. Um, I think Impact Impact gets an A. You know why? Because they number one, they at the end of the year they've managed this AEW collaboration, which is great. But man, the people that work there seem to like working there, 
It is a solid place where somebody can earn a paycheck while they're wrestling. They have developed some really, really terrific talent over there, man. You got Jordan Grace. You got Chris Bay these days. You got, uh, uh, the, I don't know, the Frank, uh, what's his name? Ken Shamrock. I mean, a great young talent that they've got over there, <laughs> there man. But they've also kept their mainstays like Sammy Callahan, guys like yeah. that. Um, who really just seem to enjoy it. Moose is absolutely terrific. Willie Mack is there. They have got a top-notch roster. They got a really good roster, yeah. Uh, and it's kind of across the board. Like they it's fun. I, I feel like they do need to reconfigure their men's division a little bit. Um which is kind of interesting because that's everybody else's specialty. I mean, that's, yeah, uh, that's like where everybody has the card. The top of the card, the men's division is is not that deep. It's not, but then if you look at their knockouts, you, they have enough quality Freak. knockouts to do a tag team tournament and to mm -hmm. crown new tag champs in their in their women's division. Their knockouts division is great. Their X division is pretty great. Um, their tag division is really good. Mm -hmm. um, they've got a lot of great pieces there. I think they should elevate some of those people um, to pro more prominent positions. Confused Cowboy, who wouldn't yeah. want to see him, yes, Joe Daughtry, exactly. in the main event scene. Main I think that'd be scene. terrific. Um, before I comment on Impact, I'll go back to New Japan. One of the, the, their their huge story beats over the course of the year was Evil turning on Lij joining Bullet Club. Eh. Oh, wow, look at that kind of look eh. on your face. Looks kind of like eh. didn't like it. Yeah, it's kind of eh. <laughs> I've never been. I've never been like Evil's fine. Never been the hugest fan of his. Um, yeah. And to put both your top titles on him even for a short spell, I don't know about that. Well, not not everybody's gonna have you know all that killer creative man. That was the one one shit stain yeah. on on New Japan's. Yeah, I'm just trying to know. give reasoning why I said B minus. If you know, that's it. Oh, if you haven't noticed, my gimmick's gonna be everybody gets an A. Yeah, so, I noticed sorry. that. Impact, Continue on. It, yeah. Impact. If nothing else, over the last I don't know year and a half, two years, they've done quite a bit to to rid itself of the stigma of TNA, and for that, they deserve high praise. Uh, I'm gonna give them a solid B. Wow. Um, yeah, because as mentioned, their main event scene, not that deep. Women's division, fantastic. Tag division, really good. Some of the creative uh, is pretty fun. Some of it's a bit of a head scratcher. Um, so I'll say a B. I've enjoyed the last two weeks watching going to the Impact Zone, and as you mentioned, they managed to orchestrate this deal with uh, with AEW. So I'll give them a solid B. The very fact that they convinced Larson to go to the Impact Zone. That deserves an A. Well, then they'd That's be my best I'm promotion. Them an A. So, uh, anyways, uh, finally, let's talk WWE. We'll just do Maybe Raw and SmackDown together. WWE main roster. So, I do. I, okay, okay. Uh, can I? I'll just do this. I'll do mine really right. quick. All right, fair. SmackDown, as of, especially since Roman Reigns came back, has been one of my favorite wrestling shows mm -hmm. to watch. It's mm -hmm. been it's been probably the highlight of my wrestling re week. It really has been. I really enjoy SmackDown. I mean, yeah, I know the same people are running Raw that are running SmackDown. That being said, obviously SmackDown has different writers. At various mm -hmm. times, they have different roster members. Um, SmackDown's two hours. Show looks great. Uh, I'm going to give them an A. I am going to give Raw, uh, I'm sorry, I'm giving him a fucking D, but it's three hours long. It's as hit or miss as you can possibly get. You don't know 
every week it's your phrase prove me wrong with mm -hmm. raw prove every week wrong. when i when i wander into aw i'm i'm actually happy to wander into that yes every week when i wander into nxt you know either it's a thursday morning or a wednesday night i'm like oh man come on let's do it i know there was a couple there was there was a spell there where it was it was like okay you know that they just don't seem to be firing in all cylinders mm -hmm. i had my issues with pat mcafee i get that but so there might have been some weeks where i wasn't excited but even those weeks, like I wasn't terribly excited to go into it. But then once I was there, I was like, oh, this isn't that bad. This is fine. See, with any other wrestling program that you could pro probably name right now, there wasn't the feeling of dread going into the viewing experience, which is what accompanies Raw on a regular basis because you don't know what you're going to get, but you do know you're going to get a three-hour slog. Mm -hmm. So Raw, I agree. D. Yeah. D. Yeah. So if you average uh, out main roster, it gets like whatever a C plus or a B minus. Yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a, a raw D SmackDown a B plus. So what is that a C minus C C minus something like that? Yeah, that sounds right for main roster. And it's just, dude, they leave too many. They leave main roster in general. I will just say this, and this includes SmackDown because it's just Vince McMahon. It's Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. They leave too much potentially great material on the table. Mm -hmm. Every segment that we watch could be as good as the Roman Reigns stuff. The yeah. talent is there. Yeah. It's and I'll be honest with you, probably the people underneath Vince and Bruce, the creatives probably there, but they have this idea of what wrestling should be. And it doesn't include basic logic. 90% of the time. Yep. It's a massive and problem. that, and with SmackDown, they can maneuver around that philosophy. On Raw, it's too big of a show for them to figure it out. Yep. And it's plainly obvious, and that's why its ratings are in the toilet. Yep. D for Raw. Let's talk about our feud of the year. Um, there's kind of, there's in my mind, there's been a handful of really memorable feuds. Um, my feud of the year, the actual feud part of it, was kind of actually felt rushed mm -hmm. but the build up to the feud mm -hmm. was so good mm -hmm. i mean it, it was some of the best stuff that wwe was doing over the summer i'm talking about sasha and bailey when they were a tag team all the teases for the split that you knew were coming yeah. were fantastic yeah. yeah uh their chemistry the tension between them fantastic um i kind of wish they had just taken their time with the actual feud a bit more i understand leaning into it there's like oh hell in the cells here that's on the calendar. Perfect. We'll have them have their their first one on one match there. Mm -hmm. um, and, and if anything's an argument for getting Hell in the Cell off the calendar as a gimmick pay per view, is something like really this this match in Hell in the Cell should take place at WrestleMania. That's how good this feud could have been if they. Not, I mean, not let, to say, say that it still won't. If yeah, I mean it won't in Hell in the Cell, but uh, yeah, this feud could entirely continue to WrestleMania. It's entirely possible. Mm -hmm. um but the i guess the prospect i would think the prospect of having their match at hell in the cell um was probably just too too good to pass up on even though i kind of feel like hell in the cell should be the blow off you know yeah yeah not the first bout yeah um so the actual feud felt kind of rushed uh but everything that led up to their split fantastic Mm -hmm. it's what is, is, is some of my favorite stuff in all of wrestling over the course of the summer absolutely fantastic so I'll go with Sasha versus Bailey what Feud was striking to me so much about Sasha and Bailey was that the matches the things that they did do 
um, in the matches, there's two things. Number one, the things they did do, especially in that Hell in a Cell match, where they referenced so much of the build, so much of their story. So much of their past in NXT as well. So much of their past as well was simply great. The other great thing about mm-hmm. it was just how much they got out of everybody they worked with in advance of that. I'm specifically thinking of Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Just, you had some really phenomenal, I was like two tag matches that were just phenomenal. Everything they touch gets elevated and is better. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm really excited to see where they take this Bailey Bianca Belair thing. Bailey yeah. is on a whole nother level right now. She is absolutely killing it in everything she does. And she's not at this point right now a major player. Like she's not the title. She's not, or she's not, she doesn't hold the title. She's not fighting for the title. She's not a champion. But everything she does screams, I'm a star. Even when she loses, I don't feel like she's going down the card at all. She mm-hmm. is a massive, massive star. She has turned this reinvention into a heel, into something that is so thoroughly entertaining. She mm-hmm. is absolutely delight. This would probably be my feud of the year. However, I don't want us both to have the same answer. So I'm going to go with another feud that I really, really absolutely loved. Another joy, also on SmackDown, Roman Reigns' return and his feud with Jay Uso. Great stuff. I can't think of a better person for Roman Reigns to feud with and ultimately consume. I mean, he is basically Raw Game Mutant having consumed Jay Uso's soul. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, their two matches were just master classes of really dramatic storytelling uh, in a ring. And it was absolutely beautiful work, roping in Jimmy, roping in uh, their their entire family, um, the whole thread of, and then obviously Paul Heyman there sort of behind the scenes um, has just been absolutely great. They have established Roman Reigns, especially with his, I know it was was a cheating win, but his win against Drew McIntyre at Survivor Series, he is the A champion. Drew McIntyre, as much as I like him, he is the B champion. and uh, and that to me was spelled out in their contract signing preceding Survivor Series. Roman Reigns dismantled uh, uh, Drew McIntyre verbally in the ring. Uh, yeah, I think. But Roman Reigns and Jay Uso, just really, really fantastic, compelling stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, on on, mm-hmm. on their their performances have been have been absolutely great. Their matches have been great. Roman versus Jay has been one of my feuds of the year next to Sasha versus Bailey. It's those two far and away. Agreed. Agreed. Totally. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, next, our favorite show of the year, and you added this bit here, and I don't know if I'd actually appreciate it, not named Triple Mania. Why can't I say Triple Mania? So here's the thing. I, I thought that we would both have different answers to this. Um Besides Triple Mania, you and oh. I both understand that every year Triple Mania is the best show of the year. Obviously. And it's just them. It's just on them to sort of put on the show and validate that. But going into it, I can tell you that Triple Mania 29 is going to be the best show of 2021. It's going to be right. on them to validate it, and they probably will. Uh, so I'm just going to get, I just think that's too much of a given because then we have it's triple mania and then it's everything else. And that's the debatable yes. thing. That's the thing that you sort of debate after the fact. But if your answer is, as it says here, you know, your secondary answer, if that's the same as what I have, then so be it. Now, I'm, I'm fine yes. with that. Anyways, um, uh, I th I'll kick in here. Uh, one show that's not talked about, and that's our answer, I think for, for show of the year, that's, that's not given the credit. It, I think it deserves. It's not really talked about um, a whole lot, maybe because it happened at the very beginning of the year. Was Worlds Collide? Yeah. Um, you had a hell of a match between DIY and Mustache Mountain. Oh. You had a fantastic main event against Undisputed Era and Imperium, and they managed to put together an awesome match even after Alexander Wolf got knocked out within the first few minutes. Mm -hmm. um, the card top to bottom was great. Mm -hmm. Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm. So many fantastic matches. Finn versus Ilya. Mm hmm. Um, for whatever reason, I don't hear a, a whole lot of discussion about Worlds Collide. It was a fantastic show. Yeah. It, fantastic. It really was. It was really top notch. Um, I mean, you know, everything you just said. One of the things that really, you know, obviously NXT UK took an extended period of time off because of COVID. Um, and it was it was sad not seeing Valter during that time. Um, we're about to get to, to matches of the year. Um and I'll talk a little bit more about him. But uh, but yeah, seeing that, you know, the two dominant factions and the two NXT brands come together and fight it out, I thought was absolutely magnificent. Uh, Finn versus Ilya, just a terrific, terrific, mm -hmm. probably one of my favorite Finn matches that I've ever seen. Um, that was really terrific. Uh, yeah, I just thought that was, that was a really magnificent card they put together with two brands that... You know, the the fans are really diehard for for the NXT stuff. We still get people asking us to review NXT UK. I wish I had the time to do it, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. but uh, but yeah, it's Worlds Collide was just and then yeah, like you said, Mustache Mountain versus DIY. I mean, that's just I really wish they would bring Mustache Mountain to NXT Prime. God, mm -hmm. I really wish they would. Tyler Bates is an absolute maniac. He's so great, and and Trent Seven's great too. So yeah, yep. Worlds Collide is my favorite show. Other than Triple Mania. Not named Triple Mania. Not named Triple Mania. All right, let's talk match of the year. Uh, caught up on some of the matches, highly acclaimed matches that I missed just last night. Uh, that being said, I feel like I've been pretty consistent since the, the fall about what my favorite match of the year is, and I have yet to see as a match that has topped it as great as many of them are. And the mat my favorite match of the year is the least traditional wrestling match 
probably of the year, Firefly Funhouse match. I just watched Ilya versus Walter last night. Fantastic, hard hitting. Uh, Walter is the best heel in all of wrestling right now. Um, you know, the uh, Ilya looked like he was leg- legitimately beat up after this bout. Um, I would really like to have seen that particular match in front of a crowd because mm. as great as it was in the setting it, w- it it took place at, it would have been elevated tons being in front of a crowd. I'm not going to hold it against it um, for that reason, but I remember just sitting there watching. I was like, man, if this was in front of a crowd, this would be electric. Like on a movie Absolutely. screen? No, like in front of a live audience. Firefly Funhouse? No, Ilya versus Walter. Oh shit, that's my match of the year. I know. What the heck? What are you talking about? I know. By the said, I watched it last night. It was it was another contender for match of the year. I'm oh, just, okay. Just talking about it. Sorry. Uh, Young Bucks versus uh, Kenny and Hangman. Oh, that was a great at match. Revolution. Fantastic. That was a great match. Uh, 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 Okada versus Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom, where we saw Trance Ibushi. Fantastic. Uh, Firefly Funhouse for me was it was uh, taking professional wrestling match to a whole different art form mm-hmm. um it was basically an art movie about pro wrestling um and and it was an endless delight mm-hmm. there was so much in there for a wrestling fan to pull from it not just the story between bray and cena all the references they made to wrestling history um just an absolute delight as a wrestling fan to pick that all all that stuff up uh it man so much damn fun to watch that match that is my match of the year firefly funhouse I will, uh, I'm going to, I'll give you a hot take, unpopular opinion, counter to something that you just said. Hmm. Walter versus Ilya. I think it actually worked better with no fans. Man, the visceral, this was the, this is like one of the only performance center matches. I guess, I guess probably greatest match ever too. But we're two guys and they filmed it different. So like the cameras were more just in their faces. It was just more in there with them. Watching these two guys beat the crap out of each other, it was so visceral and like unsettling. I think a crowd actually would have. It's like one of the few things that I think a crowd. I mean, I think a crowd would have been great because the Brit crowds are always amazing. They're always electric. So if I was given the option, I probably would have preferred that. But it is kind of interesting. It's like reading a comic book. Without like, you know, sometimes they'll do artist editions, which is like no word bubbles and only in black and white without the coloring. Like because so much of the coloring these days is all like is is very photoshoppy and it's very rendered. It's a stripped down fight. And Mm -hmm. when people talk about pro wrestling and, you know, the old school mentality of this should look like a real fight. This looked like the most real fight in pro wrestling this year. Mm -hmm. It was brutal. It was unsettling it was uncomfortable i kind of like no crowds there it makes me pay attention to the artistry of it a little bit more but yeah that crowd coming alive for Ilya would have been something crazy good um but uh but yeah no that that by far i think was my match of the year i love firefly funhouse i thought it was a great short film and i loved i loved money in the bank i thought that was a great short film as well it was madcap fun everybody just looked like they were having tons of fun in that match yep Yep. Um uh yeah, but yeah, I would I would give it to uh I'd give it to Ilya versus Walter. All right, now it's time for the real debate here. Wrestler of the year. So last year the pick was obvious. Was easy. 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 This year, not as easy because there really hasn't been one singular wrestler who has kind of dominated the world of wrestling like Adam Cole did last year. Um 
you know, if you'd asked me early in the year, who's your wrestler, who do you think your wrestler of the year is going to be? Asuka was the, was the answer. Because especially during the early phase of the empty arena era, she was the MVP. She was holding down episode after episode after episode of Raw. Mm, she was um, always the one reason why I was like, oh, wow, for these 10 I'm minutes excited. she's on my TV. I'm really excited to watch Raw because I want to see what Asuka's going to do. Even going through the summer when she was feuding with Sasha and Bailey, that was all really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Likewise, during the summer, if you'd asked me, I would have said Sasha and Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Because they were doing yep. amazing work yep. all through the summer. Um, and then after their feud, once they went their separate ways, it's 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 not as interesting when they were just feuding against each other, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you ask me now, who's doing the best work now? It's Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Ever since he's come back uh, at SummerSlam, he's been doing the best work of his career and some of the best work in all of wrestling. There is another but in terms of that one yeah. person who has kind of been consistent throughout the whole year. That's a much harder uh, decision to make. It is. I know who mine is. There is another category that kind of plays into this, and that's which wrestler had the best year. And for that, I think it's hard to argue that it's not John Moxley. I think he's had the best year. He's been AEW. He's been the top AEW champ, or he's been the yeah the top AEW champ of a promotion that's skyrocketing, that's doing really great things. Um, uh, you know. In terms of is he the wrestler of the year, you know, some of his feuds have been quite lackluster. Some of his matches have been quite lackluster. Some of his promos have been quite lackluster. But he's had a couple moments of inspiration here or there. But he's been on top yeah. the entire time. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Anchoring the promotion that really needed an anchor during its formative year or yeah. its formative years. Um, that being said, I mean, uh, do you want to go first with who you're do you do you have a singular pick? Because I do. um you know, you, this morning, I don't know if I still do. So go ahead and make your case. I know who you're picking. It's a really good pick. Um, and I'll try to see if I could decide who who it's going to be for me. So go ahead. I don't think anybody had as completely great a year as Bailey. And I don't even really think it's close. Because like you said, Roman just came back, you know, and he's been doing electric work. For all we know, he'll be. But Bailey, from her reign as champion, uh what like what was it, like a four hundred and forty day what was what three hundred and something days. Oh, and her ending her reign three hundred and eighty days. Yeah. It was three hundred and eighty days. But like her work, um, so coming into the year she was champion. So mm-hmm. she was already doing, let's see, at Survivor Series last year. She was the match with uh, Shayna and, and, and Becky. Becky. Yeah. Yep. So that was probably a banger. Um, let's see here. So was this, was it a super showdown? Let's see here. Okay. At Royal Rumble, she successfully defended the title against Lacey Evans. Um, Naomi interrupted her. Bailey retained her title against Carmella. Um, Bailey defeated Naomi at Super Showdown. Uh, let's see here. I'm just looking at our Wikipedia entry right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Bailey defended her title against what would happen at WrestleMania? Was it the six pack thing? Yeah, it was a six pack elimination at WrestleMania 36. Um, her character work has been off the charts. Great. She elevates everybody. So like the first giant chunk of the year, she was champion elevating the brand. Her and Sasha were a rating or a proven ratings draw every time they were on TV. Um, she put not only did she put over Sasha Banks, 
but she was also sort of pivotal in making Sasha in sort of scrubbing Sasha's legacy of not being able to defend the title. They scrub that. And that was thanks in part to Bailey by having that rematch. And now she's working with Bianca Belair, elevating more people. She reminds me at this point of the best of Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is a world-class wrestler comes off whether he's a bad guy or a good guy as somebody who is just having the time of their life. You want to see them. You get excited when they're on your mm-hmm, TV. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Bailey's been that the entire year for me. And I, I'll go back to these matches every time. Go back and watch Shayna and Nia versus Bailey and Sasha. And you see the best matches you've seen from Shayna and Nia. Easily. Easily. They they enhance strengths and they hide weaknesses of all their opponents. I can't wait to see more of this Bailey Bianca thing. To me, it's Bailey and it's kind of clear. Okay. Um, I have a short list here. I named some of the people on it uh, that I considered. Hangman Page. I don't know if anybody's improved their stock in AEW more than than Adam Page has this year from the, his his humble beginnings uh, on Dynamite's birth last year where they seemingly had basically nothing for him. Mm-hmm. He's found a really good, compelling character that is going to launch him into be a main event player mm-hmm, Yeah. Um, whenever he comes back around to wrestling Kenny for that belt. Mm-hmm. And, when, and when it happens, and hopefully it's in front of fans, it's going to be a massive, massive thing. Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton has had a career renaissance this year. He's done some of the best work of his entire career, had some of the best matches of his entire career this year. You got to mention him as far as a contender for rest of the year. Mention Roman Reigns. Since he came back at uh, SummerSlam, he's been incredible. Absolutely incredible. Kota Ibushi, back-to-back G1 winner. Not a whole lot of people have done that. Put on some really fun matches. Uh, You mentioned Mox. Um, Drew McIntyre. Mm Mm-hmm. He's been put in a, kind of a really crummy position of being the H, the top champ on Raw when the creative is crap. Mm-hmm. He is willing to carry that. He is willing to carry the show on his back. And for a lot of episodes, he has, and he's done some really, really good work. Um, in terms of the model of consistency, I mean, Drew is essentially WWE's John Moxley. He's the guy that they yeah. said, all right, this show is yours. Yeah. Um, and I would, if, if it's down to the two of them, I would probably give the edge to Drew because I think he, I appreciate his work more, just personally speaking. Mm-hmm. I just find him to be more captivating. Um, mention Asuka, mention Sasha and Bailey. I'm not going to disagree with anything you said about Bailey because it's all right. Um, but I'm going to say Sasha Banks. Mm um bailey reached another level once sasha came back um uh, she was doing really good work before doing absolutely incredible work when sasha came back and i'm not to say that's all thanks to sasha that's not my point at all their chemistry was so good what they were doing what they knew they wanted to do was so good so spot on as you mentioned, every match that, that Sasha and Bailey were involved in from like the tag title perspective elevated everybody involved. And that's 100% true. Uh, stuff that Sa- the match Sasha had with Asuka, the matches Sasha had with Asuka, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, I mean, it, it, it's, it's... You can make a case, I think, for either. Either mm-hmm. of them. A very strong case. I'm going to go with Sasha. She, she bested Bailey at Hell in a Cell. Finally got... Uh, over the situation where she couldn't defend the title. Um, and in terms of what she's done in the ring, it's the best in-ring work she's done in her entire career. It's true. 
it's true. She since she's come back, she's kind of reinvented herself to a certain degree mm-hmm. and expanded her repertoire of of moves and just she's some of the matches she put on this year has been absolutely off the charts. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was down to Sasha or Drew. I appreciate Drew's consistency, him taking on the challenge of carrying Raw on his back in not the best of circumstances um, and just kind of being that real model of consistency. But in the end of the day, Sasha Banks has blown me away several times over the course of the year, maybe more so than anybody else. So my vote Sasha Banks. I think my thing about Drew and we'll also say Sasha. We'll just say Sasha and Bailey wrestlers. Yeah, Sasha and Bailey makes sense. I think the thing about Drew that I hesitate on ever on giving him the title is the same as Mox. They don't elevate people. I don't think Drew makes anybody better when he's in there with them. I just think that you know I, I don't and I don't know maybe it's a maybe I can't blame it on WWE creative because I think Bailey and Sasha both do that. Um, I think Bailey does it. Quite a bit more I, than I, other I, people, but I would I would say this: Drew, by and large, his feuds since he's become champion are have all been with people who are very well established. You know, Lashley, Rollins, Randy Orton, like especially uh, Randy, he's already operating this year at such a normally high level. I don't know what else Drew could pull out of Randy Orton. You know what I mean? The I I do think that there is an element of the you know the the some. People are elevated when you can clearly see the sum is greater than the parts. And I I never get that with Drew, and I always get that with Bailey and Sasha. Always. I never get that with Drew. With Drew, I just know that it's Drew. He didn't make Roman Reigns any better. Like that that didn't that was not that was electric because of Roman Reigns. That was him. And we all knew that Roman was gonna win that match. And it made sense for him to win that match. Um, Drew hasn't hit that yet for me. And it's not to say that he can't. It's that, to me, it's sort of the same with Moxley. The sum is never greater than the parts with him and anybody he's feuding with. With Drew, it's the same. With Sasha and Bailey. whoever is getting into it with them, they are going to look better, come out stronger, than when they got into it. There you go. Sasha and Bailey. Wrestlers of the year. Your wrestlers of the year. There you go. Let us know what you guys think in the comments below. I'm sure you guys have plenty of hot takes. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. Appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. 
but those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.